Hey guys, so I just recorded for a long time and it was stopped. I don't know what happened, but I've been ranting about what I'm seeing on the side of the interstate. Um, there is crazy fires happening in California caused by dead trees left standing. And these dead trees were killed by drought, weakening the trees and allowing uh, bark beetles is what they're being referred to in California. In Alabama, we have pine beetles. And, you know, I've been able to personally observe the cycle of um, drought, killing and weakening trees the pine beetles coming in and I do not know the entire life cycle of the pine beetle but I know that you can't really tell it's happening until a tree goes from looking perfectly normal to completely orange dry and dead within about a week or two and it happens so abruptly that even though you know I see my trees very regularly um they get dead so fast I didn't even know it was happening. I just go for a walk or I walk outside and I say, oh my God, the tree is dead. And you know, last, last year um, I did, I had a prophetic dream, a precognitive dream about trees dying on our property. I just saw the number 119 when I said that um, on a car tag. But um I dreamed a very short, quick dream one morning, right before I woke up, and I saw an angel that was all black, was wearing black, and it had black wings, and it was up in the trees on our property, and within a year of having this dream, the trees that it was flying around in all died, and I feel like it seems very obvious based on what I'm seeing on the side of the interstate that the people who are in charge of caring for like they have, they have taken control of the management on the side of the road, which is a very important and sacred area. The edges of the forest are sacred. There is something called like a hedge witch who maintains themselves on the plants and the spirits that live on the edge of the woods. And what's happening on the side of the interstate and all of the roadsides all over the place is that they're spraying Roundup. They're spraying Roundup on the roots of trees, which is 100% going to kill the trees. And then we're going to have dry, dead trees all along the side of the interstate. And if there are dry, dead trees, that means that there's also been frogs, birds, microorganisms, worms, insects, all of the pieces of the ecosystem that live on the side of the interstate are being murdered with Roundup. Roundup was, to my knowledge, uh, invented or first widely used during the Vietnam War to defoliate the forests in Vietnam so that the uh, 
quote, like rebels, communist rebels that America was, you know, gallantly fighting for, uh, uh, fighting against. Um, we, we defoliated permanently these forests there with Roundup so that they could not hide in the forest. So that we would kill those areas of wildlife that the people there relied on to live. Therefore, we were, or the military was, attempting to end all life in those areas. And those same chemicals are being sprayed in your front yard next to the road. They're being sprayed at anywhere that the state or the county or the city is responsible for caring for nature. They are using Roundup to, quote, manage weed growth. And something about weeds is that they grow where nothing else can grow. There's this idea about invasive species and non-native species that they are bad and they should be eliminated with even methods like poison. And this doesn't make any sense because the reason that you have a non-native species or a weed, a, a, a like an undesirable plant growing in an area is because the soil has been so depleted that native species cannot live there. And these other plants and animals have come into the area and are basically creating an ecosystem that can survive despite the horrible conditions of the soil there. And yet we have this like murderous attitude toward these plants and animals. And not only that, I mean, the edges, the edges of the interstate and the roads where we're, I'm just seeing massive amounts of Roundup. I mean, there is like a, a brown stripe going the distant, the entire length of the interstate that I drive regularly. And I feel like I'm talking very energetically and hyped up because I just recorded for like 10 or 20 minutes in a sort of gradual tone and it got, I, I started to take a picture on my phone and it turned off the recording. So, um, forgive me if I like repeat myself. Um, it's hard to remember everything that I said before I stopped recording, but like my life for the past five years has involved me driving this 70 miles of interstate, uh, through Alabama. And because it's a good hour distance that I've been able to observe, you know, I'm seeing the gradation of cycles of trees happening, like from where I live and then going north, like towards Birmingham. So just throughout the year, you know, I can see that in the spring, the areas in the south are leafing out two weeks to four weeks ahead of the trees up in Birmingham, you know, I'm just seeing the zone difference, basically, um, of how you go from, like, zone eight or nine to, like, up to seven and six up north, you know, in Alabama, and I'm able to observe 
um, drought conditions affecting the trees along the side of the interstate, um, flooding conditions, fire conditions, all, all sorts of observations that I'm able to maintain because I see this same area quite regularly. And something that has just been alarming to me is this this road of Roundup that's going the entire length of the interstate. And especially in the medians where there are, you know, when you see a little group of trees in like the median on the interstate, that's called a microclimate. And there is an entire ecosystem that will happen within those trees. You will have squirrels who are born and live and die in that little clump of nature that is left on the side of the road. And while I think it's probably gross and not healthy for the trees and things to be next to all of the car exhaust and and other pollutions that are happening, you know, just by being in proximity to the interstate, but, I mean, you can see that... The trees are all like trying to get out into the sunlight that's created by these large paths. Um, And so what I'm seeing is Roundup being sprayed all solidly, very heavily along the bottoms of the trees in those little places along the interstate. And what that's going to do is it's going to kill everything. It's going to kill the plants. And if there are no, it's also going to kill all of the microorganisms in the soil, which will in turn lead to the death of insects, frogs, anything that's living there will die. And it's showing me the blatant disrespect for life that these management groups have. And, you know, what was really I, you know, earlier it was like I had this thought about the time that a man killed the trees in Auburn at Toomer's Corner, this famous um, square, these famous oak trees. Um, he sprayed Roundup into the roots of the trees and killed them. And if I remember correctly, which I may not, I believe he was charged with like terrorism for spraying Roundup on the roots of these trees. And yet the same entity which charged a person with terrorism for spraying Roundup on trees is driving hundreds and maybe thousands of miles within the state and killing everything in its path with Roundup. And Roundup is absolutely poisonous. It's in the food. It's in the rain. It's in everything. And I find it just cruel and bizarre that a management system would destroy the thing that it is claiming to manage. While we're watching trees dying and and creating the environment for fires to come, come come through and sweep and don't get me wrong fire is a cleansing energy because we're again like we're in this weird thing where we want to save the earth but we're also not acknowledging that 
if a chemical has been introduced, which is creating conditions for fire, the earth is trying to cleanse those areas uh, in the best way that it knows how, which is with fire. And I find it scary that the same entity which would impose laws upon us, taxes maybe, I don't know, um, to try to discourage wastefulness, pollution, all of these things, they're just straight up killing the trees and the earth. And I think that it's important for me to say that all plants are inhabited by a soul that is exactly the same as a human and animals as well it's just that they're in a different avatar does that make sense like the trees are a consciousness the trees are there to observe via the sensations that they pull in with their roots and their trees and other sensory organisms that we are not or I am not aware of just because I am not currently a tree and I don't particularly remember what any incarnations may have been like where I was a tree. I'm not particularly in tune with that. Um, Although now that I've said this, I might become that way. But, you know, I'm just seeing this, this strange cognitive dissonance where we all desperately want to save the earth and yet we cannot see what's being done with specifically Roundup. I guess this is a rant against that particular chemical because, I mean, my heart is like literally breaking while I'm driving the interstate and I'm just seeing really very scary things happening because in the past, you know, we've had a terrible drought that I've witnessed and I saw lots of damage happen from the drought in 2016 where we went, um, like 80, I think it was 75 days officially that there was not any measurable precipitation in the entire state of Alabama. But it may have been longer where I was. Where I was, it was more like 80 or 85 days. And I saw tremendous damage to the interstate, just the observable area that I am able to see. But this is way worse. It's way worse. What I'm seeing on the side of the interstate as an indicator to what could be happening elsewhere is quite scary. And I really try to be like positive about the state of the world and that we can actually still like there's a tone of desperation in the world of environmentalism that I don't like because I think that humans humans have been the ones responsible for creating the abundance in the earth. So basically, it's like I'm here today to explain to you the reciprocal relationship between the earth and humans. Humans inherently are not a cancer upon the earth. We are what creates the abundance on the earth, but we have to consciously manage. So leaving forests alone is not exactly the way that they heal. Humans 
look at the trees. We remove dead matter. We, we encourage um, certain animals to thrive, you know, just by participating and living within nature. So hunting, like hunting is an important function because like if there's too many deer, they overgraze and then we get these invasive species and like privets taking over and stuff like that. So it's like there needs to be more interaction with nature in order to quote save it, but really we're just like healing it, you know, um, we need to be aware that your involvement and participation in nature, uh, like it will reflect in the abundance that it creates. It will reflect in the way that the weather improves. Um, we, we have to stop using poison period. Like it is not, it's not the way that we improve the environment. And it's clear to me that the goal of anyone using Roundup as a tool is, like, the end result in that is death. And it's the removal of life, if that makes sense. Like, anything that, like, they want to extinguish life if you are putting that poison there. That's what Roundup is for. It was called Agent Orange during the Vietnam War, and it gave a bunch of veterans cancer. It gave them birth defects in their children. It has already done an incredible amount of damage, and yet it's widely available. You can just go buy a bottle of it at Lowe's. It's extremely toxic and dangerous. And it's also just like, it's evidence to me that we have completely given up observation of those people in power. Um, the people who are in charge of taking care of our environment because we have deemed ourselves to not be knowledgeable enough to take care of those things ourselves. So we put our power into sometimes like nonprofit organizations and like stuff like that. But like, we've outsourced our, uh, our caring. Like, we've outsourced caring about the environment. And, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, do, like, we've got to stop giving our power over to others because what's happening is someone who doesn't understand the cycles of nature, doesn't understand and does not care is being paid to just get rid of, rid of the weeds at any cost. And if you can do it cheaper, you're going to keep getting those positions of power. Because like, if you can do the most damage for the least money, you're going to look good to people who do not understand nature, nor do they care to understand it. It's an inherent disregard for life. Because something that I really just have been wanting to share is that, like, we are the earth. Does that make sense? So, the trees and the grass on the side of the interstate, the deer, the raccoons, the possums, the armadillos, 
They are you. They are made of the same things as you and they are operated by a consciousness that is the same as you. And what what we've done is we've allowed people to poison us and we think that they're doing a good job. You know, all they care about is the number of times that they have to cut the grass on the side of the interstate every year and that they have to pay for workers and they have to pay for machinery to do those services. And if they can do them less often because they sprayed Roundup and killed everything, then to them, they get a pat on the back for that. Okay? So what can we do? Um, Learning and educating yourself is really important. Observing and seeing with your eyeballs what's happening is really important. Just in the time that I've been talking, I've been able to see that the leaves are more yellow up here in uh, Birmingham, where I am currently, than, than where I started my journey. Talk, you know, just a, even like a half an hour ago, I can see the difference in the trees. I can also see the alarming rate at which trees are dying. You know, on another episode, I talked about how much larger and older the trees used to become. And they can't do it anymore. They're, they're not living as long. And then, you know, we're just removing trees that are too close to a house because we value this shitty construction house, including temporary structures like like trailers like double wide trailers and and things like that we're cutting down a 100 year old tree because it might fall on something that's not even going to last 35 years and just being aware helps to spread the vibration of awareness and giving a shit you know like that spreads to other people And as a collective, if we begin to recognize that we need to take back control. Because I think, like, for example, the other day, I just looked up Alabama Power. Because I like to check on what sort of atrocities they're committing every now and then. You know, Alabama Power does a lot of PR. They donate to everybody. They donate to a lot of stuff in Birmingham. They do a lot of news articles about like the sort of nature projects that Alabama Power is doing but do not be fooled that is all public relations and they are absolutely screwing over everyone who is forced to subscribe to their power service they charge like not I don't know if it's the highest rate in the country but it's definitely like um disproportionately larger for the amount of power that they are creating. Um, We pay very high prices for electricity in Alabama and we have probably one of the lowest average incomes in the country. I'm sure it's like 48th or 49th that usually is in, in anything in that regard. So Alabama Power released this news article that they were going to deploy an artificial reef into the ocean in or to into the Gulf. I believe it was somewhere in Mobile. 
an artificial reef. Do you know what this artificial reef was made of? It was made out of decommissioned, um, like turbines and, um, oh gosh, I forgot exactly what it is, but it's these big round metal things that they don't have anything else to do with. So they're dumping their garbage into the ocean. And what I think is even more alarming is that they paid like the Alabama Wildlife Commission or the Gulf Wildlife something or other, some sort of organization like this. Uh, they like partnered with this organization to deploy this quote artificial reef, which maybe, you know, like certainly there's that sort of um, post-apocalyptic uh, environment where all of the animals have taken back over old human created structures and it's created more like living shelters and things for animals. And so like, they're just not being honest about what they're doing. You know, they're not calling it, we're dumping our garbage into the ocean. They're calling it, we're deploying an artificial reef because people believe crap like that. You know, you're not listening. If you listen to something like words like an artificial reef and not reading between the lines, you know? So it's important um, to pay attention to what they're really saying. What these people who you pay money to are doing with your money. And they make a lot of money. They have very successful stock market and stuff like that. So... Alabama Power and other such entities are affecting the environment quite negatively. I've seen out in the country beautiful landscapes destroyed just to put up power poles, just to, to, to add more wires. And I've started seeing these wires as basically an electric fence around us you know they're not it's bizarre to me like what they're considering safe uh it looks like a spider web in my mom's neighborhood it looks absolutely ridiculous what they've been allowed to do with the power lines and with destroying trees and, you know, that like just the number of times that we are destroying something that it took 100 years to grow. Think about what we can build in 100 years. Like, we don't do anything. We don't even build buildings to last like 50 years anymore. They just tear it down and build another thing because they deem all of the materials to have been hazardous from... You know, now it's like the 70s. Oh, all the construction from the 70s is, is shit. It's got aluminum wiring. It's got bad sheetrock. It grows mold. Blah, blah, blah. Tear it down. Okay, we are not using our resources properly whatsoever. And it's creating this lack society. This society where people are hungry where people don't have clothes, where they don't have their basic needs met. And, you know, it's very strange to me that this same entity that's destroying 
the earth is like who we're trusting to take care of those who are not able to provide for themselves because we have destroyed so much of the resources. Um, because like I've been getting a lot of downloads or thoughts or whatever you want to call it about Native Americans and roads and pathways. The roads were where all of the food came from because humans managed and encouraged food growth and creation on the roads. And now we're seeing that we destroy all of the nature on the roads and the roads are shitty. You guys, they're not even good. I I've been driving on I-65 for 5 years. And I've seen just nonstop construction because it's congested. You know, the roads are broken because of how many tractor trailers and vehicles like that are driving and, and just destroying the roads. And then, like, who's paying the bill for the repairs? Like, we are. We are paying them to destroy the earth. And it's important to understand that because you are the earth... Like, the earth belongs to us. Okay? So, when they're dumping stuff in the ocean, that is your ocean. When we say, hey, we don't want this to happen, like, they need to listen. Because if they don't listen, they're going to lose control. And that's something that I'm just seeing overall this year is that even the most meek people are finding themselves in situations where they have to identify and then defend their principles. And this is happening on all sides of the spectrum of like political views, economic, socioeconomic situations, all of it. Like all of us are having to realize what's important to us. And I just want you to understand that people are what make the earth amazing. People and animals and our the human ability to communicate with each other, with the trees, with the animals, with the soil. We literally build the soil with our management practices. And you know, the amount I haven't even talked, gosh, I haven't even gotten into the mining and the logging and the gravel pits and the gold mines and the, the oil rigs and all of these things that like are supposed uses of the resources that the earth produces. And it's a terrible, terrible way to use the earth when, I mean, it makes sense, right? So like when you have a, a forest of trees, those trees have utilized nutrients within the soil to grow. They have literally created themselves out of the rain and the soil that is available to them. When you remove the forest, but you do not leave the organic material behind, you're depleting the soil. And so, you know, it feels like I don't want to scare you into the world is ending. I just want you to know that just by you becoming aware that you are important to the earth. Because 
everything you do, like your cycling of the nutrients, like the food that you eat and then the pee and the poo that you release, that is building the earth. So it's just important to become aware because that's like the first step is just creating awareness. You do not have to call your, your city councilman necessarily. If that's what you feel compelled to do, then by all means do it. You know, if you feel called to do that, we do need people who are doing those sorts of things, but we also just need awareness that we are not inherently bad for the earth. You know, you are a creator. You are here to contribute to the human race that is living on this earth, okay? And you're here to give your powerful awareness to the collective ascension that's happening. But just be aware be aware of the plants around you, be aware of the animals around you, and just start to pay attention to the way that management services treat the things that they are managing.